0: and welcome to the Rain Manu Cherry Show. We're live here on gorgeous, beautiful, wonderful Valentine's Day. How exciting is that? Okay, and Benny, we've already
1: had truffles. I haven't yet. I've you haven't been... even try it yet? No, wait. <laughs> Don't put me under that bus uh, yet because i have I know you're busy. working, yeah. The top, I'm, I'm waiting for the... Best opportunity Best to dive in. Yeah, so I can enjoy truffle. it. Yeah. Right. I don't want to just be like, take a bite and put it down I'm like not enjoy it, you know? <laughs> it I was, will enjoy
0: that. I okay, I devoured mine already. It was <laughs> so, so <laughs> delicious. Apparently oh it was my pretty gosh. Good. Really good. And then the macaroons. You know, you're gonna be eating that too. I
1: literally have like a stack of stuff I have to work <laughs> through back here.
0: And it's um Nine o'clock in the morning. We're eating sugar really early in the morning. Next hour. Oh, no. (laughs) So it's going to be obviously high-energy hour because we're going to be all doped up (laughs) on sugar, (laughs) um, which happens, you know, um, on Valentine's Day. Happy Valentine's Day, everyone. We're very happy that you can tune into the show. And one of my favorite people is in the studio, astrologer David Pond. We had the pleasure of meeting, I think, maybe five years ago, approximately, in Sun Valley, Idaho, um, where you've been going. For how many years have you been going to Sun Valley?
2: 25.
0: Oh my gosh, 25 years. The Wellness Festival has been there. Has the Wellness Festival been there that long? No, it's been there
2: about 13 years. Oh
0: my gosh. And so you are a constant presence at the Wellness Festival in May. And you'll be there again this year. I will. Uh, me too. Oh, good. Uh, this you're might be my last bad, year. I think they keep going, eh, you've been here five years in a row now. <laughs> but but somehow I'm What's coming back Well, oh,
2: you're loved there. You have to go. See? I
0: appreciate it. I appreciate it. <laughs> so we have a mutual friend, Andrea Friesen, who's a dear friend of ours. And she introduced us. And I've had several readings with you. You are a lovely, gorgeous, spiritual astrologer. I mean, the way you bring spirituality into your readings is magnificent. And I'm so grateful we get to share the mic today on Valentine's Day, of course, talking about love. And of course, David will be taking um, your phone calls too. Uh, not only are you an astrologer, David, but you're a writer. I mean, you've written, how many books now have been published?
2: Mm, six. Oh? A dozen, seven. Maybe.
0: Oh, my gosh. Okay. I've only published one yet. I'm We're in competition. No, I'm just <laughs> kidding. We're not in competition now. But obviously, I'm not going to be able to catch up to you in my <laughs> lifetime. It's not going to happen. Um, and I think that one of your most um, well-read books, even around the world, is Chakras for Beginners. Is that what it, the title is? It's
2: That one has taken off. And yeah. it's, in, as you say, in many foreign languages where... Yeah, that.
0: I I love that. And you are also obviously a teacher and a workshop leader. You hold a master's degree in experimental metaphysics. Where did you get that master's degree?
2: Central Washington University. Really? And people ask, they have a metaphysics department? <laughs> no, they don't. But they have an individualized studies department. Uh. And so you can create your own programs if you can convince the faculty and staff to, <laughs> that this is worthy academic study. So, wow. fortunately, I put together my own program.
0: Oh, wow. Oh, oh my goodness, that's beautiful. Um, and, of course, you ha- have written books on relationships. I do have that book, too. The Pursuit of Happiness and Metaphysical Handbook. David and your beautiful wife, Laura, who's actually in studio. If you happen to catch her on camera, she's just to my left. She doesn't she's want to be on camera. away <laughs> from the camera
1: shot. Um, both <laughs> not of a you, fan.
0: Right, not a fan <laughs> of the camera. Both of you lead workshops to sacred places around the world and have recently returned from the Yucatan from a workshop on the Mayan calendar. Oh, my gosh. Um, You will be leading groups um, to the Yucatan next December for another week-long workshop. And you can go to davidpond.com to get information on any of those trips. I know you've been to Ireland. Where else have you gone um, with your trips?
2: Well, Hawaii. We went to uh, Greece, Italy. We went to Assisi, St. Francis's hometown. We had a few workshops there, a gorgeous place. Bali, uh, Greece. Wow. uh, Islands off the coast of Athens, Idra. Um, so, fun places.
0: Uh, yeah, I want to go to Bali.
2: <laughs> I, I, I see the trend of warmer climates. <laughs> Except yes, for yeah.
0: Ireland. Yeah, well,
1: <laughs> this, this is true. I stand corrected. But it's still beautiful there as well. Yeah, Gorgeous. So,
0: uh-huh. Uh, uh, yeah, I think Benny wants to go on the next trip. I oh, do. Yeah, <laughs> you, need, you need a radio engineer guy to help you through the entire trip. I'm your man. He's your guy. Yeah, he is your guy. So, we're going to be taking phone calls, too, as well. But I know you wanted to talk about a little bit about your recent trip.
2: Well, um, and the Mayan you. calendar. You, uh, the, we found such a benefit from doing this workshop. And, you know, the rest of the world was talking about the end of the Mayan calendar. In the Yucatan, it's the completion of the Mayan calendar. A mm-hmm. whole different theme. So you'd go to towns that would have plaques from the city center uh, erected for the end of the old era and welcoming in this new wave of solidarity. And so... The teaching isn't anything at all about the end of anything. It's about the beginning of, and it is perhaps the end of the ego's dominance, we might find, because there is a quickening. Now, they have got the beautiful model of those pyramids that measure the rate and flow and pulsation of, uh, the, from the source of the galaxy. And it shows where stages of consciousness on Earth have flowered wow. from cellular level to animal level, to then starting to the human level, and then communities, and then states and organizations and religions, and now we're moving into the unity level. The theme, unity, it's gonna the quickening doesn't keep spiraling upward as far as I understand. It's going to start leveling off at this breakneck speed that we're all at. But the teachings uh, that I found are delicious that I wanted to share with the listeners. That kind of a take home value was that. We are moving too fast for the mind. And that mm-hmm. paradigm shift, all of us know this now, but you cannot just think your way through life effectively. And people try to find all their answers. Plus and minus add up your, well, should I, shouldn't I, figure it out. That's going to lead to no, no sleep because the mind can't. So the pace is going too fast for the mind, but not too fast for intuition. Your wow. field. We are in the intuitive era. This is that shift. And this is the teaching is delicious. Above power, above law, above religion is integrity. Mm. And if you're in touch with your own integrity of your own inner being, now what would that mean to you, do you think? like?
0: Well, I, I think a lot of that integrity is an intuitive process. You so you know? see
2: them linked together.
0: Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah.
2: yeah, and that is the teaching that they use, too, that when you're in touch with your integrity, then you want to trust the sudden energetic yes, no yet knowing, rather than intuition, what chapter should I, you know, we think of intuition like invention. This is guidance I'm using it for. So instead of using the mind, use the mind to gather your data as best you can, then get into your integrity, truth of your being, anchored in your heart might be, and then go to yes, no, energetic yes, no. Because intuition doesn't have a speed limit on it. So we're moving into this unity wave. Now, we've all been able to access that through meditation, prayer, rituals, tuning in, a walk on the beach, but it hasn't been able to be sustained. We go to our meditation, we pray, and we go out in the world and it wears off, and then we have to go back on retreat to (laughs) to connect. Well, with this introduction of this next wave, the ninth wave, that tone will be ever-present now, and we should be able to access it throughout the day still needing to tune in to rise above the mental din, you know, the chatter mind. But when we tune in, ah, that unity will be there.
0: I can totally feel it. I I feel like things are getting easier for others. Because you know, oh, a lot of people used to say to me, it's not fair. You know what you're supposed to do You know, like because of whatever intuitive process that I'm comfortable with. But I, I feel like everyone now is getting into a place where they can trust that inner guidance. But yeah. It's easier for them. They don't have to work for years to get something You know, moved into their body on a cellular level.
2: Well, now that is a great statement. We don't have to work through things for years. This is, this is how I'm applying it. I'm going to loosely interpret it in my own way rather than passing on the teachings now. But in this quickened time, we are going too fast. The to mind, people are reporting that they're going along just fine, not enlightened, just a good day, you know, decent day.
0: <laughs> I like good days. That's my favorite. <laughs> and Give then all a of a sudden, day. we
2: get slammed, <laughs> and people are saying it's not a slow meander; it's a sudden, sharp descent into our funky zones where we're we're off the path. <laughs> yeah, I, I, Benny was smiling Big over technical that funky term z- there. The funky zones. <laughs> <laughs> Been through it a couple Been times. There? Been there. Yeah, right. <laughs> So, and, but good news is, one, we can get out of them quicker, in this quickened time. Two, we can use the themes, conscious spirit, conscious awareness, and intuition. Since it wasn't the slow meander, it was just an hour ago, or two right. hours ago. It was like, no, I started the day off, fine, I'm a mess. Okay, you can ask specifically, what was it? You can ask, where, what kind of thinking, what, what way was I letting my energy go that clearly took me off my path and into this downward spiral. So we can use conscious spirit and intuition. I'm using that to put up roadblocks in consciousness. Wow. Like, no, that's intuition teaching us how to stay in touch with intuition. Wow. Telling us, no, don't go there. Cause that... So you get out of it quicker. What? Right,
0: right. And, you, and you, since you have that knowingness even before an event, you have the awareness of it that, that even if other people are telling you different things, and, and before maybe you used to trust what other people said and you would ignore your own insight, you can go into a, a situation feeling confident about your insight, letting them have their own ideas and opinions, nice. but not being swayed by it so that you're coming out of it disappointed frustrated angry you you've been content in your own insight the entire time and things play out in whatever direction they're going to play out but you can feel confident that, yeah this is, I, I knew what was going to happen and I'm, I'm cool with that and i'm going to enjoy my day anyway even though this other person was inaccurate and yes. tried to convince me of their own ideal of what was going to occur <laughs> so it's very freeing it's, yes. there's this freeing um, wow. internally empowering experience wonderful I love that. Now,
2: to, another thing I'm practicing is when I'm in those weird zones. The funky pra- zone. The funky zones. Yeah. Practicing disbelieving anything my shameless <laughs> mind will come up with. And it is shameless in those zones as yours or theirs or Benny's or Jesus' That's or Buddha's funny. mind. When That's we're funny. in those funky places, the mind will go anywhere and does. And it creates the most illusionary, fantastic scripts that right. are not true. Right. <laughs> that, are, that, that, that after they're done, we realize... Wasn't even true. Right. What was I I thinking? two hours of. So, but you mentioned earlier that we don't have to go through years of therapy. We we can add conscious awareness, go through our issues quick, hour or two, learn the lesson, move forward, Uh, move on.
0: And I love that we're celebrating Valentine's Day today because this all began really towards the end of last year, this planetary shift. This end of this lovely calendar that we no longer need to use, where we get to have a unique, beautiful um, calendar that allows us to have a stronger relationship with ourselves, a deeper belief in ourselves, and quicker movement through our challenges, and more of a celebration in our delight of life. Um, and I'm so happy we get to talk about this today on Valentine's Day.
2: Yeah, Valentine's Day.
0: So we're going to take a break here on the Marie Manu Cherry Show. When we come back, we're going to talk about L-O-V-E, love. Maybe more... Um, truffles while we're taking a break (laughs) (laughs) and also i noticed that benny brought some chocolates too thank you benny those look delicious we're going to take a break here on the remania cherry show we're going to come back with david pawn he will be taking your calls we're talking about love we'll be right back (laughs)
1: Marie is delighted to announce that she will be teaching two interactive workshops at both Hollyhock locations this year. First up is her Intuitive Health Workshop at the beautiful Cortez Island in British Columbia, June 14th through the 19th. This tranquil setting is the perfect backdrop to invigorate your self-healing skills with intuition. November 8th through the 10th, Marie will be back at Hollyhock, Vancouver, BC location to teach a -a two-and-a-half-day workshop on connecting to guidance. Learn how to open the channels of communication with your guides and tap into vast resources of wisdom. Don't forget to register online at hollyhock.ca.
0: Wisdom Within is a new talk radio show featuring psychic medium and healer Lindsay Paul and animal intuitive and healer Shauna Fisher. From your lunch break to vacation, from your car to your kitchen
3: from despair to newfound awareness. Join this enthusiastic duo as they fearlessly tap into the depths of wisdom and help you soar to new heights by answering your ultimate questions. Get your weekly dose of spirituality with a kick of reality rolled into one hour, Thursdays at 1 p.m. Get out of your head and tune into your soul. I was leaving an exercise class. All of a sudden the pain started. My entire chest. Shortness of breath. Very fatigued. Nauseated thought that it was nothing much maybe just stress you're having a heart attack i'm healthy i'm young there's no way it could be my heart no way heart disease doesn't discriminate listen to your body go get checked heart disease is the number one killer in women and this is something that we can fight visit goredforwomen.org to learn a woman's risk for heart disease
1: if you want to know how to get in touch with marie or find out what's on her calendar there's a variety of ways to do so you could become Marie's friend on Facebook or even follow her on Twitter. Check out Marie's website. There's tons of new features like Chakra of the Month, a live Twitter feed, and three PDFs with extensive exercises for your chakras. You can also sign up for Marie's free quarterly newsletter and also get your questions answered in her Dear Marie column. Simply email Marie your question and she will answer it in an upcoming edition. Marie also will be speaking and signing books throughout the U.S. in 2013. Find out if she'll be in your area on her events page at energyintuitive.com. Manson Mitchell welcomed Josie Varga Friday morning with love letters to and from heaven. And on Saturday morning, dream detective Mimi Pettibone returns to help you make sense of the movies in your mind. Then Don Miguel Ruiz Jr. joins us for an hour about the five levels of attachment, his most recent book co-written with his famous father. Manson Mitchell, Friday and Saturday mornings at 10, right here on Alternative Talk, AM 1150.
0: Listen live at 1150
1: KKNW.com. Alternative Talk, 1150 AM.
0: Ah, I love that song. Yeah, anything from, you know, my teenage years. I spent most of my high school evenings on the weekend, of course. And Making I, out? Well, uh, yeah,
1: of course. S- slipped it in. <laughs> yeah, she had no chance.
0: Yeah, no chance on that one. Uh, <laughs> and in underage discos. We yeah. would go to like 10 o'clock at night till 4 in the morning and just oh. dance all night long. Really? It was so much fun. I did it for years. Loved it. It was a blast. Yeah, so thank you, Benny. That's a great no song. No problem. Lovely. So we're talking about love today and And I think what all of us are learning, although we've read it in self help books for the last thirty five years, and so it can be it, i think it used to be kind of annoying, but I think we're back into this whole place of really understanding self love mm-hmm. you know the importance of it
4: mm-hmm.
0: um that it leads to healthier romantic love
4: mm-hmm. um
0: first and foremost, you know where you when you have the stability within yourself and and joy um, and this int- intuitive dance with you, then it's just so much easier to be in love with others and to accept love and mm-hmm. to you know, uh, maintain beautiful and healthy relationships.
2: So that's the that's the L word, the love word. And And, you know, today we have the Valentine's Day, so we're all interested in that. Astrologically, it's going to be a pretty sweet season. We do have Saturn in Scorpio and North Node in Scorpio, which add the passionate ah. touch to what Valentine's Day and all of our imagery is, you know. But with Scorpio and Saturn here as well, our work is also to clear away anything that stops us from moving to intimacy.
4: Oh. Now,
2: this, is, this doesn't sound so valentines but it's no, the work, it Marie, great. that could be helpful. <laughs> we cra- Scorpio, we crave intimacy, and that's spelled with an I for you guys. And, <laughs> and that's an emotional word. We want that kind of closeness, not just physical. We want to be able to drop all armor and be with somebody else who drops all armor. What's born out of that we'll describe as intimacy. Great, mm. but where we store also Scorpios, where we store every memory of every time we've been hurt, or abandoned, or cheated, or stepped on, or done wrong, and we all have our human stories. So, how skilled a person is at dealing with that material, at the at the one level, never forgive, never forget. I get toughen up, Marie. Don't get hurt again. You know Come on.
0: exactly. I know that story. Yes, yes.
2: It, but then you got armor rather than hugs. Yeah. <laughs> Because if you're carrying the armor, you don't get the hooks right
0: Oh that's a beautiful way to describe it. It's a gorgeous and, way. and
2: so it's that it's that work, and we talk about you know when, when with Scorpio, when we're when we're upset with another person, we don't want to let them off the hook quite yet. you know <sighs> who's on the hook? <laughs> Not yeah. them. they're having a fine day, but energetically, <laughs> I'm all upset. About, <laughs> I don't want to let them off the hook yet.
0: <laughs> right.
4: I'm the
2: hook, not them, they're fine <laughs> right. and it's not until we internalize that and recognize that well, wait a minute, it's me that's stopping this forward movement, I'm holding on to an old story and it, uh, that doesn't fortify so it's that deeper work of what could I learn how can I improve myself, how can I be a more loving, open, wise person from the issues that I've gone through rather than just forgive her, him, they like, so work
0: you know what, I love to ask myself when I notice those really uncomfortable parts in my body is I ask it, What do you need? You know, wh- what is it that you really need? Oh, you know, because nice. it wants to be angry and, and, you know, blame it on other people. <laughs> you know, and, 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 and it, what I also find fascinating is how even when our lives are going beautiful, how we still hold on these stories, you know, and we try to like put little bombs in our life to make it more complicated when everything is just fine, you know, nothing's wrong. So I love asking that piece, what do you need? And then intuitively I'll get some insight about what I can do to nurture myself or to care for myself or to delight in the fact that everything's perfectly fine and nothing's wrong.
2: And you think about tying that with our earlier discussion. When we're in that something's wrong, we feel so separate, right? The opposite of unity. The new wave is unity. And that doesn't mean enlightened more than just present with the moment, unified present here. And when we're separate, we're, we're processing material that takes us out, either future or past, but it's not present. I mean, so that deep work uh, it is important, but what it does do is allow us to get present, right? Because that's where that's where we can show up for love and for ah. ourselves in the moment. Uh,
0: I love that. that. That is beautiful. Last night, two of my daughters came home, and one brought roses, and we all shared cards and chocolate, and I was just so happy to... Have these loving relationships with my family members so that, you know, we talk about things when things are tough and difficult and we work it out to the best of our abilities. We also respect each other's, you know, tough spots. Mm -hmm. And I just love that we do that because when on a gorgeous day like, you know, the Eve of Valentine's, we can just honor one another and and show up vulnerable and hug each other with such great abandonment. I'm just incredibly grateful for it. So I think we have some callers on the line. Oh, good. Wonderful.
1: Sure, let's start things off with Anita calling in from Georgia, and her birth information is May 11th of 1963, and uh, she's apparently in love with so much, uh, with maybe a career or a possibility of a new career, so she's looking for a transition. All right, so uh, Anita, welcome to the Marie Cherry Show. Good morning, Hi, Anita. Hi,
5: uh, David. Hi, Marie. Uh, Marie, I heard you first um, on Alan Cohen's show at House, Um and I love that show, Um uh, Oh me too. Alan so, uh,
0: is a great host. He, he's actually I'm gonna be a guest speaker. Um he's doing a workshop in Hawaii right now and he's gonna Skype me in this afternoon. Oh wonderful. Yeah, so my picture You're will be in Hawaii. Raid. I won't be there. You'll but get warm. I'm gonna get I'm hoping I'm gonna get warm, but yeah, Anita Allen's a great host. What can David do for you today?
5: Yeah, uh, basically I uh a little bit like you, I've also been in the medical career. Uh, I was an MD, not in this country, in India, never got board certified here. Uh, Came here, did my PhD in uh, public health. I'm tired of the academic world right now, and I want to transition into, uh, you know, something like an integrative health coach. Uh, I've done the foundation course, but I'm uh, kind of at crossroads, and it's, you know, I've had enough being in this world, but I want to transition, and it's not... Manifesting, probably the divine timing is not right. I just wanted your thoughts on that. Go ahead, well, I'd David. be glad yeah. to jump
2: in on that, Anita. Thank you. I, I yeah, see I'm that too. you are Taurus, and you know that your son and Taurus so stability, yeah. security, quality, being the connoisseur is so important. Follow through, but you have way more fire. You are a triple. You have all the fire signs. And you're uh-huh. an adventurer. You, you need to be able to put your heart into whatever it is that you do. If your heart, your excitement, that sense of discovery is not in what you're doing, you get bored. And, yes. and that's not a bad thing. It doesn't, don't fix it. It just means, no, you've got to up your game. You do need to be challenged. Uh, there's a part of you that likes comfort, stability, okay, this is all set. But, and you think, okay, I'm going to get it all set up. But then when you get it all set up, that's actually that's not great because you have to it, then you get bored you have to you know yeah, keep no inventing fun. you want to keep projecting keep discovering with your uh, integrated fire that you have in your chart and uh, moving towards integrated medicine well that fits with your type of chart because you have the you have the the or the medical but you also have intuitive you also have an understanding of people's how their lifestyles would be affecting their health you would probably be like the type of a healer that would like to go to somebody's house to help heal them rather than having them come to your, your office because you could look in their cupboards. <laughs> yeah. You could look in their refrigerator. How much
0: wine is in that refrigerator? <laughs> yeah. And, and,
2: and that's, that's, yeah. uh, that's, you know, we take people in the healing, take them out of their environment. Mm. But Anita's beautiful integrated medicine mm. is a lovely notion of healing where you live. And, and well, let's go and Think about how you shop.
0: You know, I think that, Anita, you're the perfect person to have this job that you're wanting to create. I mean, you're an MD, for goodness sakes. You have so much knowledge, medical knowledge. You'll be able to... Encourage people to go to the ER if they need to, or um, you know, encourage them to take conventional medication if they need that, because sometimes we need that. Or um, you know, any of the holistic routes. I think it's a great idea. Mm-hmm. So, so, what does she have to do, David, to make all this work? Because I, I think she's clear. I, I think I would say
2: that, as simple as this might sound. Yeah. Uh, pray, oh. that, pray to her own higher self or her, oh. whatever deity she believes that she be useful for the people that can be helped oh. by her service. Anita has so many skills, talents, and abilities. It's not a problem for her to be employed, but to do something that's in her heart, and to put these beautiful skills into the world, uh, actually turn it over to your higher self, and wow. and imagine all the people that would be benefited by the work that you do. All of their higher selves will be facilitating you getting your right position because that's how it works. The wow. community of higher selves.
0: Well, how does that sound, Anita? Just kind of Uh, surrendering it to creation and getting out of the way, which is kind of hard for the Taurus, you know. But but
5: I have, I have been actually, you know, right from two thousand nine, I have been, you know, this has been on my mind, and I've been praying and meditating. But from what David is saying, it looks like more of meditation (laughs) and more of prayer.
2: Well, that's always everybody. That's never a bad idea. I would think uh, by the end of March, by looking at your astrology, Anita. You're going to have, well, in astrology we call it a Uranus-Jupiter conjunction, oh, wow. and these two are rubbing their hands together with excited glee about the opportunities that are in front. You also follow that with Saturn sextile Pluto. I would, I would aim aim for this spring. This isn't long distance future, no. And by August, Jupiter goes into your first house of your solar, and you'll be uh, these questions won't be there. You'll be by this summer. You'll be fully involved in your new reality.
0: Fantastic. Okay, I think that is a really good prognosis. That's good. Thank you. (laughs) Thank you so much, and have a gorgeous day in Georgia. Happy Valentine's Day. Happy Valentine's
2: Valentine's Day, Day, Anita.
0: Yeah.
1: Take another one. Uh, Let's head off over to uh, Spain. We have Laura now calling in, and her birth information is June 7th of 1983, I believe. That's an eight yes on my screen here, and she's uh, got a question, I believe, about life's direction. So, Laura, welcome to the show.
4: Hi, thank you so much for taking my call. I'm so excited to talk to the both of you. Oh, lovely. Welcome. (laughs)
2: Yeah, good morning. Hi, Laura.
4: Um, So, yeah, basically, I just want some confirmation or some insight about the direction that I'm going. I've been kind of entertaining the idea of writing this novel for a while. And I've been looking at doing some, like, summer writing courses or maybe a master's in creative writing, but I wonder if I'm just, like, you know, I don't know, getting in my own way, kind of putting myself, putting the novel off.
6: Hmm.
4: And, well, I don't know. I just kind of wanted to know if I'm on the right direction even with writing.
2: And what is it that you want to write about, Laura? What's your intention with your writing?
4: (laughs) Well, it's... um, Historical fiction, it's actually about the life of my husband's family during the Spanish Civil War. So, oh. Yeah. So oh. it kind of ter- serves two purposes. You know, I um, used to work in the political world and nonprofits, and so social justice is really important to me. And so, I don't know, it was kind of two things that I really like doing at the same time, and but I've never written a novel, you know, so it's mm-hmm. kind of intimidating,
6: too.
2: Well, Laura... Your chart, you have a Sun-Mars conjunction in Gemini with an opposition to Uranus-Jupiter. And I could tell you, you're a big problem, Laura. You have too many skills, talents, and abilities and interests. Now, for people, and who don't, yeah, for people who don't have that problem, they're going to say the same thing. Why is that a bad thing? Well, the problem is prioritize. How do you yeah. know what to focus on if you have... If you could be a butcher, a baker, a candlestick maker, or a writer, or a nurse, or a politician, or a community organizer, (sighs) doesn't that create its own dilemma too? And that's more of your dilemma, Laura. Now, what I want to recommend with your chart, with your writing, is contrary uh, to uh, typical advice of just start in on that and then just stick with it. Stay focused. Stay focused. I'm not going to tell you that. I'm going to say make that uh, bounce back and forth with it. Write that and a few other things simultaneously. It's okay for you to multitask. It's okay for you to do this and then put it down and write over here. And instead of going at it like, well, I'm going to do chapter one and then chapter two and then chapter three, uh, do it Gemini Aries style. Just start in with gathering the stories and tell the stories. After you've got a huge collection of material, then start editing it. But don't edit first with your chart. Okay, Laura?
4: That sounds great. That's
0: actually what I'm doing right now anyway. Perfect. Um, And I don't think you need a higher education. And unless the creative writing class sounds like fun, you know, like a big, you know, ball of fun, I I don't think you need the the class, personally. Okay. Okay, great.
4: Well, thank you very much.
0: I appreciate
4: (laughs) it. Good
2: luck with that book, Laura.
0: Yeah, that was such good advice, because I'm an Aries, Mm -hmm. and so I I do like to be doing more than one project at one time. I, I don't have the Gemini. I've no yeah. error in my chart hardly at all, which means no. Um, yeah, So I like doing multiple things. I like to write on one thing and then another thing, and then, you know, it, it's
2: interesting Well, for we me. have a traditional, you know, do one thing, do it well, finish this book, then that book. But somebody like Laura's chart or what you're describing, th- that bouncing around is actually good for their energy. Especially
0: it's, for hers, yeah. with that Gemini. Yeah. Yeah, yeah
2: it's actually, it's, she'll stay more vital throughout the day, and if she holds herself... I'm just going to stay at this writing desk for six yeah. hours and, and then, well, it's, we're going to pick up a corpse at the end of the day. It's right. like, no, there's no life for there. Oh,
0: you know, I even love to write in coffee shops. I've seen your writing studio. David's writing studio is in his backyard. It looks over this gorgeous lake. I mean, it's it's really beautiful. It's this lovely little cabin. It's adorable. I prefer to be in a coffee shop with headphones listening <laughs> to jazz music and, and people watching. You know, That's how I write. Yeah. We all have our own exactly. unique style. I love that. So why don't we go ahead to the phones one more time before we take a break?
1: Mm-hmm. Sure. Since uh, today we're focusing uh, really all about love. Love. Sharon is calling in from California, and she's curious about uh, love in her future. And her birthday is January 23rd of 1960. So, Sharon, welcome to the Marie May Cherry Show.
6: Yes, good morning. Hello, good. David and Marie.
1: Good morning. Mm-hmm.
6: Um, David, you gave me a, uh, I had you read my chart uh, several years back. Oh, and, wonderful. Um, yeah, it was great. And my sun is in Aquarius and my moon is in Scorpio. Okay, and um, I want to know how the planets are lining up for love for me. Because okay. I'm ready to call in my beloved.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I'm uh, having
6: a little ceremony tonight to do that. Oh, that's, that's so the sweet. first day
2: on the, on the Valentine's and every yeah, day? Yeah, why not? Perfect. Now, what, uh, how long have you been not within a relationship? Is this uh, unusual or, or not?
6: Um, I do single really well. Um, but I want to have a man in my life, and it's been a long time.
2: Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, when we when we look at the Aquarius and the Scorpio, they, they both really need very something very different. You, you, within relationships, you're a very complex person. I'm sure you know that. Yes. As a part of you, it wants the freedom, the intellectual breeziness, the openness of Aquarius. Another part of you wants that deep, passionate, close Scorpio energy. And, and they both are strong in your chart, right? Yes. Now, in terms of relationship, you were born with Jupiter touching Venus in Sagittarius. And um, have you, do you travel quite a bit? Uh, no. I would like
6: to, but do. I haven't lately, no. Do. Okay.
2: The, so where would uh, Venus in Sagittarius meet her prospective sweetheart?
0: Italy sounds great to
6: me. (laughs) Right there
2: in Italy. You got it. Can we go today? It's traveling. It's a cruise ship. It's hiking. It's exploring. It's discovering. When you are in that mode, Sharon, you are at your magnetic best because you have a Jupiter-Venus conjunction. You give, you give, you give, you give. But when you travel, all things foreign and ethnic. Somebody talks with a foreign accent around you. That's sexy. It's, it's like uh, that, you know, it's, that's not offensive to you. Oh, that's a larger reality. Yes. Yeah. So different religions, different all of this is, is just great for your chart. Now, there is one piece. If, again, if we just wait for the universe, it doesn't seem to work as well. If we cooperate, your piece is receiving. You give like a fire hose and you receive like a straw. It's what your stra- your astrology shows, Sharon? Yeah. Do you, okay. Do you, can you see any truth to that?
6: Oh yeah, and then I'm working on the receiving.
2: Yeah. So do I'm you tend to it. attract uh, takers in previous relationships? Yeah, you know,
6: it's uh, my men are usually le- let me fix you and oh, you know, to tell the tales, and <laughs> I'm done with that.
2: Well, but to think about it, you know, this uh, your your instinct is to do to help to give. But to create that energy balance, we say this beautiful, it's better to give than receive. But in truth, energetically, that sucks. Right. Because then we're, we're dead, we're dry. And we want to joyfully give and joyfully receive. And that's your work. You do that, Sharon. Love happens for you. You have so much to give. But if, but if working on receiving, not next love, uh, the next compliment, return favors, opportunities for assistance.
0: Okay.
6: You
2: helped me with a project last night and I want to wash your car today by saying no you decline your, your pay raise you decline your next lover you decline you start saying yes all okay. throughout the day can we help you with those groceries today sharon
6: yes
4: great
2: <laughs> by the way i was thinking of this guy you might like to
6: meet
2: <laughs> yeah yeah that's the yes that's the yes Sharon.
0: okay beautiful okay thank you so
2: much mm. have
6: a great valentine
2: oh thank you thank you, you. Mm.
0: So, I think we're going to take another break here on the Marie Menu Cherry Show. I'm having the pleasure and the fun on Valentine's Day of interviewing astrologer David Pond, writer and teacher, and also a world explorer with his wife, where they teach workshops around the world. Lovely. We'll be right back.
1: thinking about heading down a healthier path but aren't quite sure where to begin Marie has a set of DVDs that can help steer you in the right direction with wisdom, insight and a dash of humor The Healing From Within series imparts practical tools you can easily use to expand personal health. Marie collaborated with frequent radio guest and naturopath Dr. Sheila Dunmerritt to produce four DVDs that include detoxification, heart health brain health and hormones. The DVD series can be purchased online at energyintuitive.com or by calling 425-825-5671. There's an exciting new astrology hour, Tuesdays at 5 p.m. with Deborah Silverman. Deborah's unique blend of psychology and astrology turns planetary language into plain English. Join us for an interactive hour that's guaranteed to give you personal insights. In a fun and entertaining way. Tune in to Deborah Silverman Live. Whatever your life question, marriage, job, family, relocation, or just curiosity, call for a live reading Tuesdays at 5 p.m. and visit Deborah's website at DeborahSilvermanAstrology.com. What you hear isn't just any beat, it's the actual heartbeat of a child in need. This is Ryan Tedder from OneRepublic. The beat of our new song, Feel Again, was created with heartbeats of children in need. Find out how it can help frontline health workers save millions of children at everybeatmatters.org. Brought
2: to you by Save the Children and the Ad Council.
3: Become a Reiki master the weekend of March 1st through March 3rd at the Hyatt House in Redmond, Washington. This two-and-a-half-day transformative workshop is open to all levels of experience and will certify you in Reiki 1, 2, and 3. You will learn to move energy within the body by practicing on other workshop participants. Marie will be your instructor, guiding you with her own symbolic sight and providing constructive feedback. Take this opportunity to fulfill your dreams of becoming your very own certified Reiki master. You will receive attunements that allow you to practice Reiki at the master level and information on the laws that govern professional practice in Washington State. Enrollment is limited. Please call 425-825-5671 or visit Marie's website at energyintuitive.com for more details.
1: Radio with no
0: added hormones or preservatives. All natural, alternative talk, 1150 a.m. Could you just And welcome back to the Marie Magna Cherry Show. Happy Valentine's Day. We're in kind of misty, overcast Seattle. We hope that wherever you are in the world that it's gorgeous for you, even if it's misty and overcast or dark or the middle of the night, because thankfully we get listeners from around the world on this show and we are always grateful. Today I'm interviewing one of my favorite guests, astrologer David Pond, and we're talking about love on Valentine's Day. Day
2: for love, isn't it?
0: It's a huge day for love. It's gigantic. You know, one of the things that I realized because I've been a single person for about a decade, approximately, Yep. well, maybe a little bit more than that. And I realized right around the time that the Mayan calendar was shifting, it was ending, that I've really had the most fun in my life <laughs> over this last decade. Because you know, as an Aries, we tend to be romantic, and you know, we, you know, we have this ideal of relationship, and so I haven't always been like super happy about the fact that I've been single for a long period of time. But just as that calendar was ending, which I think was a godsend for human beings on the planet, I had this really great aha moment about, I am the happiest that I've ever been, and my life has only improved during my single time. And, oh, and wonderful. it doesn't mean that I have to be single the rest of my life, yeah, but yeah. It, it showed how powerful it can be to be a single person, how fun it can be. And, and in my case... Um, very revolutionary. My whole life changed uh, exponentially in ways that have brought me more joy than I ever could have imagined. Oh, wonderful. So it allowed me to really appreciate those times in our lives because we don't always get an opportunity to be single. Some people marry or create relationships right out of high That's school, right. and they last for decades. um good, bad, or indifferent, <laughs> right and And that, you know, when we have single times, too, that those are all just as beautiful and profound. And, when you can see yeah. it in
2: you, your light is your light is shining. Your light is bright. So you are, you have connected to source without a condition. I'll be happy if Tom, Bill, or Harry or Sam or you know right. show up. No, you're not right. doing that. You're you're plugging in. And if I was to pass on a secret to maintain those loves that we like, right. when we're in a single point in our life, we have to find connection to source. And we have to find our own fulfillment. Right. So then it's like we start the day, we figure out how to fill our cup up, we enter a relationship, we're full. So then we start deferring our connection instead of to source, wow. now we defer to the other. Wow. Now, instead of me needing to meditate and, and connect with source, now, oh no, I've got this love, so I need that. Now instead of giving 100%, now I'm giving need.
3: Uh, now wow. I need.
2: So I start draining from that relationship. If I was a friend that needed $5 every time I saw you, you'd get the point. It's like, I like you, Pond, but come on.
0: I'm tired of giving you 5 bucks every time <laughs> I see done. you.
2: <laughs> so if we could figure that out, stay connected to yes. source, even when we're in the most wonderful, loving scenario, and still connect so we fill and share rather wow. than look for that fullness from the other. Wow. And, well, then,
0: and I think that's what I, I realize is that I, I don't need that. You know, I mean, it's lovely. I, I I think it's a beautiful thing, but that my happiness is already here. You know, and, and it has been. That was the funny part. It was this really inter interesting retrospect where I just looked and went, "Wow, I, amazing things have been happening in my life, and I'm just continue to get happier and happier and more fulfilled. And this is a great thing. This is a joyous thing. Yes. I'm really really grateful. Yeah.
2: Well, if we put that into our our discussion of. Uh, well, we have to be careful. We're moving towards an era of unity. Mm-hmm. That's what we hope, pray, believe, and we we are. But so anything that separates or breeds separation would be called counter evolutionary. Wow! So when we look at the what the in in our Western culture, fifty percent of relationships dissolve or divorce. Some would call that evidence of moral decline. I'm going to call it evidence, evidence of evolution.
0: Yeah, I would say it was a very evolutionary process yes. for me in a very positive way. Exactly. Yeah, it changed my whole life for the and better. And I
2: think for people who, because isolation in the nuclear family, I'm blessed to live in a one-to-one relationship in a, right. relationship a family. Right. I'm going to keep with this forever if I'm so blessed. Right. But I don't think that's the way. And if people want to stay in that kind of relationship that I'm in, don't become an island unto yourself. Because if it breeds separation... So us, and that's what, that's what our families and our, you know, our schools and our breeding us different than them. And if we do the same thing in marriage, if we can keep open to grow, open to Absolutely. community, open to spiritual consciousness, then we can have marriage and family uh, because we choose to as a, an expression, as like some people that is their style. And other people, no, they want to be in this more open and uh,
0: right. Expansive.
2: universal opportunities rather than.
0: Then relationship opportunities. Yeah, yeah. I love that. I love that. Why don't we go ahead and go back to the phone lines? Who do we have, Benny?
2: Sure. We'll uh, travel a little south from
1: uh, the studios. We have Annette calling in from Tacoma, and she had a career question, and her birth date is March 3rd of 1963. Good
4: morning, Annette. Yes. Hello. Hey, thanks for taking my call. Um, I'm so enjoying the program, and I am going through so much transition this year. Um, any insight, um, I've been separated for two years. Um Going through a divorce and happy about that, and um, for any in- insight that you can give me with my chart would just be amazing. I am looking at possibly a career um, jump, but
2: what's your career now?
4: I'm a sales marketing, which I really enjoy. Mm-hmm. Um, I just don't know if I'm with the right company.
2: Okay, okay. Now um, you, uh, as you know, are Pisces with the Sun Jupiter conjunction, both in Pisces, and. Again, huge heart, lots to give. Neptune is now in your sign, so making sure that you work with oh, poetry, roomy, painting. The artist and the spiritual seeker are going to get the best of Neptune transits because they get the inspirational from that transcendent realm. Now, the choices that you made are, were very important for you, um, the transformations that you've been going through, Right. Yes. Right now, destiny is in your, in your such your favor with Pluto harmony aspects all around your chart. We'd say if you fell in a river this year, it would take you where you wanted to go.
0: <laughs> that's a that, good thing. Yeah,
2: that's a very good thing. And you have a uh, you have this great Saturn sextile Pluto, the inner strength and uh, these great harmony aspects to complete and um follow through on what it is that you're building. But uh I think that you're going to like this year, indeed. One one time to play within your game would be June.
0: Yeah, big time for Pisces in June.
2: How do you know that? I
0: have a Pisces daughter, so you know Is I, it I shows sneak up around. In June? Yeah, I, I sneak around on charts and stuff. You know, no. I'm, I'm not an a astrologer at all. I, I I'm a fake astrologer, but I cheat. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> so June's perfect, wonderful for her.
2: Yes. Yeah. And Great. and that would be the time to. I'm going to call it actually play within your game because that's a Saturn-Mars aspect that you personally, Annette, will be having that month. And that's uh, – I've seen tennis players win by managing their game rather than going all out with that.
0: Wow. You
2: know, you, you, you don't – if your forearms weak that day, don't overwhelm it. Yeah. Manage your game accordingly. And so same thing. If you get in a fight, you would lose in June. <laughs> if you speed, you get a ticket. Good news is if you don't fight, you don't lose. If you don't speed, you don't get a ticket. So that's your month to kind of uh, uh, you go uh, with self control, self restraint, play within your game. But February and March are, there's more harmony around you, and you have made the rise choices, and you know you have, and you are moving. You had to clear your energy field of certain things that weren't allowing you to manifest at your highest vibration, and you've done that. Great. I feel like
4: it. I feel like I have.
2: I get it.
0: So I, it sounds like that, you know, if there's a change and in, in, if there's a different company that, or a different area of the company that you're in already, Annette, that around June something will become visible for you so that you can pour your heart out in, in, in the way that you work that feeds your soul. Would you say that's,
4: that's what true? I feel like I'm not getting right now? Yeah.
0: That's yes. what it feels like to me too. Yes. Mm-hmm. And do you feel like a switching company or within the same company? I think there's going to be multiple choices, and you just have to go with what sings to your heart. The, right. lo- the lovely thing is you love what you do, and now you're just finding the right niche for you where you just get to be in that gushy, warm, loving space with the work that you do. It's, it's really a triple blessing, truly.
2: And, and it, don't you think it's true, uh, Annette, that for you, you need to feel like you are benefiting other people?
6: Yeah, absolutely. You and, could and make a like million
2: dollars just for, for yourself, and it wouldn't be very meaningful. Well, of course, it would be some I meaningful. It would be fun, too. <laughs> yeah. But, it would all, but But for you to feel like you have done something to help other people to improve their life, that's as much of a reward as pay for you.
0: Absolutely.
2: And stay mindful of that. Because that, that will yeah. that'll pull you into what you right. love to do.
0: exactly. Thank you so much. Yeah. Have a gorgeous Valentine's Day. Keep us posted. So I want to know what happened in June,
2: or what will happen in June. <laughs>
0: you i appreciate it thank you have a beautiful day so i think we can only take one more caller what do you think benny i think
1: so too we'll try to sneak in Erin, and she's calling in from the lovely uh, entire state of montana <laughs> <laughs> i decided whole to, state. I, I plucked the only Erin i could find <laughs> and uh her birthday is 9 11 of 1977 it's a great year that's my year
6: oh
4: and she had a
1: question it uh, looks like uh, about her health so Erin, welcome to the marie manu show
4: thank you very much I am specifically calling because I've never spoken with an astrologer, mm-hmm. and I've had a pretty challenging year. Um, but like Marie, I think um, it's been a fantastic year and very connected to Source and so many opportunities. And so I've kind of decided that this year is going to be kind of transformational for me, mm-hmm. I know nothing about my charts. I heard it's the year of the snake, and that's my, my year, Chinese New Year. Okay. So I just think it's a, a good year for me and i wanted to hear your
2: perspective well i think you i think you're right i think it will be <laughs> a lovely year for you uh, that this this last year your sensitivity with neptune exactly opposite mercury that you stayed connected to source erin is uh well good on you because that without that you would have had divine discontent disillusionment disenchantment But your sensitivity, the veil between you and the transcendent, is very, very thin right now. Now, you have an aspect that uh, would show that freedom is going to become more and more important for you this month. That's not freedom from anything. That's freedom. Uh, Whatever is holding you back, restricting you, restraining you, you're going to want to bust out of that. And you can either, the two levels of this would be one, fighting for your right to be free or to expressing your right to be free. At the first level, you need somebody to fight against to prove that they can't control you. At the next level, you just get on to expressing your freedom. And if you get, uh, if you get frustrated this month, I know that this is going to sound a little crude, but with stupid people and stupid rules, <laughs> that's what usually happens with this is, why do I have to tolerate that? That's <laughs> ah, stupid. If any of that builds up, That's pretty natural. But challenge yourself not to be a stupid person (laughs) stupid roles. And how can I be more innovative? How can I break free? How can I uh, be innovative? That's your word. And one other word, discovery. Stay with those two, and you're going to have a great year.
0: Yeah, I think that's all in line with the health. Whatever the health issue is, which is very hard to – it's going to be more autoimmune because it's really hard to – Pick up on, you know what I mean? Like it's it moves around. Let's put it that way. It moves around. And that's so interesting. You say that because it does. It moves around. Yeah, and and that's more mm. of an autoimmune thing where you know your immune system isn't yeah. it's not keeping up. Um, and I think there's yeah. a huge part of surrender. I think internally you've worked. You've one of your coping mechanisms has been to control internally. And so I love yeah. what David's saying because you need to give yourself freedom. That means that you have to stop controlling inside. You have to allow yourself to be really vulnerable in in inside. And, and enjoy that place. Feel safe within that um, joyful discovery inside and not try to protect. That will help your lymphatic system enormously. Great. Thank you. Happy Valentine's Day. Thank you. Same Happy to Valentine's you, guys. Day, Lots Aaron. of love. Bye-bye. Wow. Okay, can you believe the hour is Basically, over with. My I'm like goodness. shocked. How the heck did that happen? <laughs> we did manage to eat a lot of chocolate, though. I must admit. I've had <laughs> that helped
2: the time go Dove by. <laughs> and
0: I haven't had macaroons because that just looks way too big for me. But I've had raspberry truffles. I've been watching everybody enjoy chocolate oh, in the studio. Okay. Yeah, there you go. No that, go. Those are what Benny brought. Those are amazing, I must say. Those are really good. So thank you, everyone, for joining us here on the Marie Cherry Show. Um, we've been talking about love. Happy, happy Valentine's Day, a special. Happy Valentine's Day to my three M's, Mariam, Misha, and Mina. I love you very, very much. Mariam's traveling to Chicago with her her love for a, a fun Valentine's weekend. And we just celebrated Mina um, acceptance into um, University of Washington Law School. So our family is really happy and very excited that all the kids are doing great. And thank you, David, and bringing Absolutely. your beautiful wife, Lori. Thank you so much for coming on the show and sharing your love with us, because I know how much <laughs> you love the human race. Thank you so much. Joyful blessings, everyone. Bye-bye.
5: Thank you.